best friends forever. Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character. Why would you say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. Greetings, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And Lindy just finished the OA. I binged it the weekend it came out due to my brother saying he wanted to watch the weird new Angel Dimension show on Netflix. (laughs) I had no idea it was even coming out. But um, it was co-created by Britt Marling and Zal Batmangliji. I hope I pronounced that right. Apologies if I didn't. And um, I personally loved it because it was something super original that we haven't seen in a while. There are a lot of people that are super pissed off about specific scenes, um, which I, I can see their side in it, which we'll get to that later. Of course, we're going to be talking about a lot of spoilers if you haven't watched it then I don't know why you're listening to this because you're breaking down the theories um, that we've come up with. So I came up with some theories after I first watched it. Lindy, I don't know if you read them yet because I told you to wait until you finish the series. Did oh. you read them? I read them and I actually have a um, list of written notes and, and theories because I'm just really excited to talk about it. And I have a lot of things to point out that I don't know if you know. And I also trolled the internet to see what everybody else was saying. So I am ready to talk about the OA. Okay, perfect. So let's go ahead and get to it because you already know what we're talking about if you're listening to this. Do you think that Prairie was telling the truth? Um, I do. I understand why some people think that she wasn't, but I don't, I don't know exactly. And we can break down some of the theories you know, as to why people think that she either was or wasn't. But I personally think that she is just for the purpose of the show. Um, Also, because if she wasn't telling the truth, how would she know to look up Homer when she got back? You know what I mean? And see that his story was real. Um, There were just a few things that didn't make sense. Like if she were, I don't know. There's one theory that she, well, first of all, before we get into that, what do you think? Yeah, I think she did, which is why I wrote the article about why I think she was telling the truth. So I think that, yeah, and I I pointed out the same as you, how did she know to look up Homer, you know, unless she became a prisoner of her own mind and started looking at people that also had near-death experiences Mm -hmm. and came across this person and then developed a sort of fantasy. But um, I don't know. I I think she was because I'd like to see a second series of the show, and it really laid a foundation for – some awesome mythology that we can build upon. If there's a second series, I won't be mad. If there isn't a second series planned for this, um, I'll be like, okay, great. You gave me some feels and something cool to theorize about, but I'll be kind of pissed off. If they aren't intending on doing a second one. I know they are because they were both interviewed and they said that- Who's they? Britt and, um, what's his name? His name's Zach, sorry. Zal. Yeah, Zal, Zal and Britt. Um, yeah, they were interviewed. I read something where they had said they mapped out the show so that it could go on for more seasons and add more layers and stuff. So they definitely have more planned in their minds. So this isn't it for sure. So um, hopefully, I mean, it's gotten 
really good reviews for the most part. And it's been a pretty big hit. There's been a lot of people watching it. So I don't understand why it wouldn't have a second season. But if there isn't, I'm going to be pissed because I need some answers. So I know, definitely. And I want I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself, but I was pretty much proud of myself for coming up with this one theory because I at the time when I wrote this article, which was when was this December 20th, this theory I had not seen on the internet yet. So not saying I came up with it, but just saying I'm the first person that I saw that wrote about it. I Basically, think she's a genius. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if someone else came up with it, they may have been at Pure Fandom first. <laughs> I think Raheem is Hap in an alternate dimension. For sure. Okay, why? So, okay, so Raheem has the same, just in general, the same like sociopathic vibes as Hap. He makes Prairie feel like she's not crazy. He gets her to confide in him, uh, just like Hap did on Prairie's 21st birthday when she first came across. We aren't exactly sure how much she told him, but we do know that she shared her premonitions with him. He never discouraged those. And then there's the scene where Raheem shows up at Prairie's house and consults French after he discovers all the books. And it's like, why the fuck are you there? And then he's like kind of, he's trying to make French feel like better about this revelation that he's come across when he found the books. Right. And then, um, and I'm kind of like paraphrasing this article here. Uh, the books look brand new and unused. So even if she did buy them, you know, maybe she was trying to use modern literature to make sense of what's happening to her. But what debunks that is that we aren't entirely sure that Prairie can even read in English. Right. Because the last time we saw her with sight was before it returned when she was a Russian speaking young girl. Plus, we saw Prairie watching a video on YouTube in the beginning of the series that showed Homer after his accident. So it's like, why, like we were saying before, why would, you know, she even know to look that up? And Hap could have, or quote unquote, Raheem could have planted the books to throw French off because she saw that she, he saw that she was getting these people to help her travel again. And if Raheem is Hap, he doesn't want her to get these five people to help her travel again. He needs to travel again because he's already traveled this dimension and he wants to, to travel more or, you know, who knows what theories Britain's Al have come up with as to why he would want to continue traveling dimensions. But it could almost be like the beginning of him trying to persuade these people that Prairie has already put together to do the motions for him to travel again. And that was, was when she yeah, and when she was talking to him, I think I think it is. Like if that that's why I was like, okay, if there's a second series, this could get really cool. Because then you look at how um and then sorry, I'll be done with my tangent. Then no, you look at how he was talking to her and they were in that room and she's like, I see a room with glass and he's like, Oh, like this one? You know, he's kinda like he's almost like, Tell me about your premonitions because he's like, Girl, I know you can see shit and I wanna be ready with the people you've already collected to go through the dimension so you don't. Yeah. And plus there's people saying that each of those characters are a reflection of the characters in the cell because you have, um, what's her name? I was Buck, Buck. And mm-hmm. she saw, like, I think you put in your article as well that she saw those flares in the road, which was weird, in the red backpack, which was never explained, but we know that Rachel in the cell told the story of the car crash with her brother and the backpack. So there's a parallel there. Of course, we saw French Alfonso 
um, at the end, looking in the mirror and we saw um, Homer's reflection, which could be a clue to us as viewers that maybe these people are parallel versions. Um, we also have, oh, the stoner kid and then the stoner dude that was in uh, the cell. I forgot their name. What's his name? Do you remember? Uh, Scott. I don't know. Sorry. Maybe? Yes. Scott. And then the stoner kid in um, in the current time. And then, I don't know, who would be, the teacher would be the other woman, perhaps? Oh, yeah, because they both enjoy the company of younger men, not in the same way, but they're both hanging out with younger people because um, the one woman in wherever they were, remember Hap said she enjoys the company of younger men. And then we've got the teacher who's always hanging out with younger kids. So that could be a parallel version of her as well. And she had that really close relationship with who you would perceive to be, um, uh, what's his name? French is Homer. Yeah. Uh, Oh, because Steve, Steve, I think could be a version of Prairie somehow. Because he's like the leader of this group of kids. And who would he be paralleled to unless he's Hap, which I don't think is the case. I think he's Prairie somehow. I don't know how oh, that would that's work. that's interesting because it's like you don't know if she actually traveled or not. Right. I mean, which I is, guess. Well, I don't think she actually did travel because she was in the same. He dropped Hap, dropped her off and then yeah. left her and then she found her way back home. So she's kind of stuck in the dimension. Yeah, I don't know what the heck is going on, but they all, there's well, so maybe, many. Maybe he's another OA. I don't know. How many original angels can there be? <laughs> maybe there needs to be an original angel in each dimension in order Stop. for it all to work. Stop see, it. now we don't, I know, we don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, and a lot of, see, the red backpack thing was interesting, and I didn't, I will not take credit for that. Inverse was um, where I found that theory. But what kind of debunks? The backpack theory is that Raheem, a.k.a. Hap, who we think is Hap, told Prairie that, you know, she could have, a lot of what she, she sees could get into her subconscious and it could just be like this collection of detail that she uses to explain her premonitions. But that also could be him doing the same thing as to what we believe he's doing to French is making her believe, hey, like, you know, maybe these are just, details in your subconscious that seem really real and personal to you in your dreams because you have actually saw seen them before. Right. But I, and when he, as he does that, you notice that Prairie's just kind of like, she doesn't agree with him, but she's like, Oh man, you know, she's kind of like shit, you know, that's a good point. Which the only person she has ever been like that with, that has tried to discount what she's doing yeah. or make her question how she thinks is hat. Right. Anyone else that tries to tell her she's not the OA or not this, you know, whatever the OA really is. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's just like, Oh my gosh, no, like you don't understand. Right. And the only person that's been able to like break her a little bit is hat. Okay. And Raheem, which is another parallel between the two characters. So let me ask you this then let's suppose it was a delusion of some sort for her to cope. Um, and like where he said, like it was her way of, of dealing with stuff and these things that she's coming up with have to do with things that she's experienced or seen or heard in the past. So we're assuming that her time in Russia as a kid was real, correct? 
And then what, yeah. her delusion and I think started as a way to I... cope with her kidnapping? Or disappearance? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, what actually would have happened to her then? Well, so I think that if she was kidnapped and, you know, she kind of, I'm sure there's a medical term for it. I feel ignorant mm-hmm. for not knowing, um, you know, not Stockholm syndrome, but something not to where you start to fall in love with your captor, but you start to come up with this delusion to cope, you know, which I would think would be like an emotional defense mechanism for people in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she could have just been trapped there and um she could have been uh you know repeatedly raped she could have just been tortured or because if you're doing these parallels and as to what happened to her that we saw and then what really could have happened if none of this is true you know the scenes where they're continually drowning her and it's all a part of this experiment that really could be her being tortured in some way Mm -hmm. but then we don't have any evidence. Uh, well, she was in the hospital, right? So, mm-hmm. of course, they would do, like, a full body scan and to see if she actually was sexually abused. But they never say, oh, well, the, the hospital said this. But then there's that girl in yeah. the restaurant that comes up and says, you know, I can't believe you, you know, were raped and blah, 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 blah. But then the mom acts like she's That's not the, true. Way, the way Well, or that she's baffled that that woman said that like she didn't know. But then again, this is why critics are getting peeved because it's like, okay, if there's no, if this is just meant to be it and this is how the story was written, you're just planting all these things to make us theorize and you even really don't know what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's like, okay, like kind of like how people would get pissed about Lost. It's like, you don't, you're just doing that because you know it would mess with our minds and you actually don't even know. But okay. So I don't know. I I guess staying on the track if it was a delusion, just a couple of things. So for one, it was weird that she remember in the beginning when she was gathering all the kids and she was like, leave your door open. She told them to leave their doors open to let her you have to let me in or something. So I had read something online that said maybe she is having these delusions. Like, remember when she came back and her parents told her that the doctor said she they had they had to she had to leave her door open and stuff. There was a parallel there. Um, oh and also, yeah, yeah. There's this parallel of her saying that she was drowned over and over when she was drowned as a kid. You know, I don't, I don't know. I still think that what she's saying is true. And I wanted to. I read this theory that's like. I'm kind of obsessed with it and I wouldn't mind if this is what happened, but it said that in the very opening scene, when we see Prairie, like jumping off the bridge or whatever, what if she did that to travel to a different dimension? And this whole part in Crestview or whatever the town's name is, is actually a different dimension. Like in the very beginning, she jumped through a different dimension. Yeah. Which is why people were like, Oh, you tried to kill yourself. And she's like, no, 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 no. I was trying to, what if she really yeah, did travel? Like, she could have, possibly. Right. But then that kind of debunks the whole theory of if she did travel, then how would anyone else be these other people in an alternate dimension? Is she the only one that maintains her form when she travels <laughs> dimensions? I have you know no idea. I mean? <laughs> yeah. And she could be because she's the OA. You know, and that's why. And I also like the theme of this show that... um it's 
it's very hard for people to grasp things that they can't understand, you know, so, or they can't put proof behind the pudding in like, uh, like, yeah, like faith or like, um, I don't know why I thought of interstellar, but like with interstellar, you know, you have like, how do you break these different dimensions and how do you believe that you're reaching this higher, whatever, because there's no, we don't have any evidence behind it. We can't prove it. Right. So I do like that aspect of it where it's just like, you know, allow, allowing us to think outside of what we know, like think outside of your own minds for just a minute. Like what would that mean if, you know, she's the, if she's the OA, then she would have differences in traveling dimensions. I would imagine. Right. So I could see, yes, she could have traveled and all these other people, they're just, she's like supposed to collect them and bring them all together again, which is what she did. Right. Very interesting. And there's also one that I read that everything was a delusion from the very beginning. And she's in a mental institution. And that last scene of her waking up in what looked like almost like a hospital-like setting was her waking up from a delusion. But I don't know if I believe that because where would you go with the show from there? You know what I mean? If you already dispelled that everything was fake. Yeah. Um, It's like that's what's the, um, that's very Shutter Island. I think that would be. Yeah, that's true. That that would be kind of a, no, I mean, if they're really making themselves a sci-fi show. Oh, you want to know my all-time favorite theory is that? Yes. My all-time favorite theory is that this is a sister show to Stranger Things. Yes. They're all hopping different dimensions. <laughs> a, a Demogorgon's going to pop up and Scott Wilson, Daddy Hirsch is going to be like, whoa, what's this? It's Spaghetti Tuesday. I wasn't expecting a Demogorgon in my house. I think that's what's going to happen for sure. Um, I, I wouldn't be upset about it. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. I don't I wanted, think anyone would be. I know. I wanted to ask you about the controversial controversial scene because I actually don't know what you're talking about. I didn't. Oh, no yeah, scene so, stands out in my mind as controversial. So, um, I need to look up on my back into my notes as to which critic was really pissed off. So it was the shooter scene. Okay. And um, very upset that they used something like that, which of course is very relevant in pop culture today, um, just as almost a foundation for these kids believing in Prairie. And then, you know, they distracted them long enough for someone to take them down, but they just thought it was very disrespectful to that situation because we had nothing leading up to it. You know, we didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't really agree with it. I, it was one of those scenes where I was, I was very overcome with emotion. I mean, it was like making me tear up. I think it was almost Mm -hmm. more of a statement of, um, well, you know, you show all these different kids who are troubled in their own ways that could, they were all in this situation where they could fall down a path of self-destruction or they already were or they were fighting it. They could have seen it, but they came together because of this belief of whatever Prairie is preaching. And, you know, they were able to defeat this person that had a gun and then the gun, and then it was like, okay, there's this beautiful scene, but then all of a sudden she's shot and then she's traveling to a different dimension. And it was kind of like, okay, let's forget about the school shooting. So people were not happy with the fact that that wasn't addressed again, or it was just kind of like, because it's a sensitive subject, right? Yeah. It, you know, just in pop culture right now. Prairie was the world. only one shot, correct? Yes. 
Okay, so, and we never saw the shooter's face, right? No, which was part of the pe- reason people were pissed because they were like, okay, it's just a side thing. Well, what you if, know? what if it was Homer or Scott or one of the people who knew because they've got this more knowledge or whatever so they might be able to see the past and prairie has these premonitions and she'd be trying had been trying to put it together what if one of the other people had traveled dimensions to this period in time and somehow prairie was having premonitions that it this needed to happen at this time and she needed to die to be able to travel into this other dimension and Homer or whoever orchestrated this knew that those kids and those other people she recruited to learn those movements had to all be in the same place at the same time and be prepared and do those movements so that when Prairie died, she could travel dimensions. So what if it was all a setup? Because I don't know why they wouldn't show the shooter's face. And I almost wonder if it was one of the other captives orchestrating the whole thing, knowing somehow that, this group of kids were going to be able to pull through and help transport Prairie and that she had to die in order to, I don't know. That's just a theory because it was a very odd scene that seemed to not be that made a big of deal. And I almost wonder if there is a more to it, especially since we didn't see the shooter's face. Definitely. I think that's a, major possibility and that's why I'm so excited for the second season because I can almost imagine the sequence of how they would unveil that right you know and now it's like okay you've laid the foundation of her beliefs like you know what could discredit that you put enough easter eggs in to where a second series you could make so many connections and it could be just it could be so badass it's like we could really dive into the whole mythology of it now (laughs) and really create like a traveling dimension universe right and then then we could have the crossover show with Stranger Things and it would just be great. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So I think we're out of time, but I will say that I really, really love that show. And it was one of the first shows since actually Stranger Things that actually grabbed my attention and held my attention and that I was really thoroughly enjoying watching. So I really hope we get that second season. I really do. I know for sure. I don't think Netflix will have a problem picking it up. Um, But everyone, thanks for tuning in. Those are our theories. Of course, check out purefandom.com for more theories. And we want to hear yours. So make sure that you either comment on our article or tweet or or comment on our Instagram at pure underscore fandom. You can also check us out on Facebook at The Pure Fandom. And check out more of our amazing podcasts. We have Brad and Court Talk, which recap all of your favorite shows on the Sci-Fi Network. They're currently doing Incorporated. We also just interviewed one of their stars, Douglas Nyback. You can check that out on our site. We have our Star Wars series series podcast. Of course, we have Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. And when Supergirl returns, you can check out our newest podcast, Super Talk, all on purefandom.com and on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah. And um, we'll catch you next time. Until then. Capes out.